the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hi, I'm Pastor Steve Wilburn with Core Church Los Angeles, and I have a question for you. What are you doing on Sunday night, June 20th at 6.30 p.m.? We have the Dove Award-winning five-man band, The Katinas. I want you to check your calendar. Mark it up. June 20th at 6.30 p.m. That's our nighttime service. We call it the day one service. It's Sunday night, June 20th. Make sure you bring an unsafe friend. That's the Katina's Live for free. Check us out at CourtChurchLA.org. That's CourtChurchLA.org. And may God richly bless you. I think we all know the Bible is rarely what most people want to hear. The Bible is always what we need to hear. Welcome to Core Truth Radio, a radio ministry of Core Church Los Angeles with Pastor Steve Wilburn. Pastor Steve will be teaching the Word of God with truth right from the Bible. For more information, go to corechurchla.org. That's corechurchla.org. Now, here's Pastor Steve with today's Core Truth. Today we're going to be in Acts chapter 12. I entitled this message, On This Day. Have you ever wondered what things have happened on a particular day? Well, a few days ago, as you know, was June 13th, 2021. You know, a lot of things happened on June 13th. Did you know that the first U.S. patent for an accordion was issued on June 13th, 1854? You're thinking, hey, Pastor Steve, you're digging. Oh, I am. Trust me. In 1888, the U.S. Congress created the Department of Labor on June 13th. And for all of you trivia seekers out there, do you know that on June 13th, 1920, the post office decided to no longer deliver children? It's like... Do you realize that the post office used to deliver children? Now, I know that there's a lot of parents that are bummed out about this today because there's a lot of parents right now in 2021 that would still like to deliver their teenagers to Siberia or something through the mail. But isn't that so crazy? We used to be able to mail a baby. I mean, that's insane. Well, it's probably a good thing they stopped that on June 13th. 1920. Also on June 13th, 1922, a man named Charlie Osborne got the hiccups. And guess what? They lasted for 68 years. And then on 1937, June 13th, Joe DiMaggio, famous baseball player, hit three home runs in a single game. In 1970, the Beatles song, Let It Be, 
It went number one on June 13th, and it stayed there for four weeks. But that's not all that happened on June 13th. On that day, 11 years ago, Core Church Los Angeles was born on my birthday. That's right. My birthday, June 13th, and Core Church Los Angeles have the same birth. It was first, though, conceived before the foundation of the world, because God knew all of my days before there was even one of them. Yes, all through the 1960s, I would come down to the west side of Los Angeles to visit my grandmother. Every other weekend, we would drive up and down Wilshire and Santa Monica Boulevard, La Cienega. Then, at 16 years old, my parents, well, they got a divorce. And that led me down a path of total sin and rebellion, which drove me to a place of complete and utter loneliness. That emptiness was so overwhelming to me. It was like a giant funk just came over my whole life, and I could not escape it. But that's what drove me to Jesus Christ at 18 years old. Then, right after that, at 19, I met my beautiful wife. She was only 17 years old when we started our journey together. That was 42 years ago. Just want to point out, I am still in good shape. But anyway, the Lord shared with my heart when I was 20 years old that I would be a pastor one day, which wouldn't happen for another 17 years long years. But the faithfulness of God will never be thwarted, and it will never be blocked. In fact, God's timing, which is never our timing, will always come to pass right on time, or I should say right on His time, though it might seem like it's late. But it's never late, nor will it ever falter from our Savior's perfect plan. Then, from almost the moment I went on staff at Harvest Christian Fellowship, that's Greg Laurie's church in Riverside, I told my wife, this is not our final destination. I told her that we will have our own church one day. I thought about many different places. We almost took over a church in South Carolina. Then we almost took over another church in Pittsburgh. Then we almost started a church in Christ Church, New Zealand. Then we almost took over a church in San Clemente. But in every one of those situations, at the very last moment, it would just all fall apart. Why? Why would that happen? It seemed like we were so close and then yet so far away. I remember Dennis Agajanian, the fastest flat pit guitar player. Dennis Agajanian shared with me one day, he says, I should start a church in Los Angeles. Well, I didn't say much about it at the time. But I did ponder it in my heart. Then there came a day of riding Harleys with Pastor Greg Laurie. It was just me and him. And there we were sitting at Sonny's Pizza in San Clemente, scarfing down on, well, some really good pizza. And that's when Pastor Greg looked at me and he says, what are you doing? Why are you still on my staff? And I'm thinking to myself, and I said to him, I said, well, Pastor Greg, which I call boss, boss. I said, what are you firing me? He goes, well, no, I'm not firing you, but I'm just saying I have 21 pastors on staff. You should have your own church. You should go out and start a church. Is there anything that God is laying on your heart? And I said, well, actually there's three places. And he says, oh yeah, well, what are they? I said, well, number one, I said, 
I still think about going back to Washington, D.C. area because me and my wife had moved back there for eight and a half years and we helped start a church back right outside of Washington, D.C. And he goes, yeah, 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 whatever. And I'm like, okay, that didn't go over so good. He goes, well, what, what's the other place? I said, well, I still think about going to Christ Church, New Zealand and, you know, going down there, but we can't get immigration. And he goes, yeah, 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 whatever. He goes, what's the third place? And I said, well, you're going to think this is kind of weird, a little bizarre, but I've been thinking about Los Angeles. And Craig looked at me in my eyes. He says, Los Angeles, you should go to Los Angeles. If I wasn't starting this church down here in Orange County, I would go to L.A. You were totally built for L.A. Well, there you go. So I started driving down to Los Angeles Every Tuesday, I had Tuesdays and Saturdays off. So every Tuesday, I would drive to L.A. I did that for four months straight. I was looking everywhere. I went to junior high schools, elementary schools, high schools, trying to rent their auditorium. I was looking at every possible building that you could possibly rent. Nothing was working out. I was either told no or the building itself wouldn't work out or there was no parking. I mean, it's like I kept looking. And right when it seemed absolutely and totally hopeless, this individual that I had met down there, we called him Barbecue Bob. Hey, use your imagination. This guy could make brisket like you could not imagine. Anyway, Barbecue Bob showed me an event center across the street from Sony Studios. It was in an old bank. And I called my wife and I told her, honey, I got some good news and some bad news. She goes, well, What's the good news? I said, I found an event center that we could actually rent the place on Sunday morning for four hours for $825 for four hours. She says, well, that's good. Well, what's the bad news? I said, it's 825 bucks for four hours. <laughs> it's like, but hey, me and my wife, we prayed about it and we had $10,000 to our name and we put it all on the line. The first month, last month's rent, all this, all the things that we had to do, we stuck it all down. I told Pastor Greg, I said, we're all in and we're going to go to Los Angeles and the birth of Core Church LA will happen. And the Sunday that it's going to happen on is Sunday. June 13th, my birthday. And that's when Pastor Greg turned around and he said to me, well, if you want me to, I'll teach your first service for you. And I said, yeah, let me pray about that. Uh, Yes, sure, absolutely. And at the end of seven weeks, guess what? We had 120 people. Wow. And many of those people are still at Core Church today. I couldn't believe it. The Lord allowed us to actually plant a church. And it's just what I always wanted. You know, there was a few things I always prayed about. Like one thing was, hey, you know, I don't want to have just this white church. Here, we got the lily white church here in L.A. It's like, no, I want our church to be diverse. I want our church to look just like the real church does. And what's the real church look like? Well, Jesus came. To save everyone. That's right. Get this. Every life matters to Jesus. And it's like every color, every creed, every shape of eyes, everyone. And that's what I wanted our church to look like. And guess what? Core Church Los Angeles is one of the most diverse churches I have ever seen. I tell people all the time, if you come to Core Church, 
I go, you're going to find someone that looks just like you. I don't care what continent your ancestry is from. You'll find someone that looks just like you. You know, another thing I was praying was, Lord, I don't want to be in some church where you get off the freeway and it's like 10 miles down the road, hang a right, hang a left, you know, three miles down this way, back in some industrial park in the middle of no man's land. I go, Lord, if you ever let me have a church, let us be on a busy street next to a freeway. And guess what? We're on La Cienega, the busiest north and south street of all of L.A. There is 90,000 cars a day that go in front of Core Church L.A. And we're right next to the 10 freeway that cuts through the center of L.A. How much did God answer that prayer? Yes, we had prayed for years to start a church. You know, my prayer was, Lord, don't let me go to some city that's got 10 good churches. See, I never wanted to be the 11th good church in a city. Hi, how, how's it going? Welcome to Core Church LA. We're the 11th good church in this city. No, I said, Lord, if you ever send me to a city, send me to a hellhole. Send me to somewhere that's dark. And guess what? God answered that prayer because we went to a dark city. But L.A. wasn't always dark. It was a city of angels. And I pray that there will be a revival in this city again and that core church can be at the beginning of it. Yes, my prayer was always to go to a dark city that needed a true church that wasn't ashamed to teach the truth of God's word without compromise. So if you're a progressive Christian, oh, you're going to hate core church. Why? Because we don't change God's word. We don't compromise. And you might say, yeah, well, I don't believe this anymore, and I don't believe this out of the Bible. Well, guess what? I don't even know if you're a Christian. But if you come to Core Church LA, let me tell you, you're going to hear the truth of God's Word. Because I think we all know the Bible is rarely what most people want to hear. But we also know that the Bible is always what we need to hear. It's truth uncompromised. And that is what sets the captive free. It's what causes a darkened soul to have hope once again. It's what causes the blind of heart to see again. It's what causes the dead in spirit to be revived with the special anointing of the refreshment of the living water of God that only He can give. Yes, yes, that is what truth does. And that's what Core Church LA is all about. That's why we do expository Bible teaching. We teach book by book, chapter by chapter, and verse by verse. We're just finishing up with going through the book of Genesis. In the beginning, there was God. And of course, now we're going to go into a New Testament book, probably the book of James. You know, that's a really challenging book. But we do that because that way you teach the full counsel of God's Word. And hey, listen, for all of you out there that might just want to get a little bit more of that kind of teaching, you can go on vacation with me. That's right. You might be on one of our radio stations back on the east. East Coast. We have 19 stations we're on back there. Or you could be all over Southern California, Orange County, Riverside County, San Bernardino County, LA County. But it's like you could go on vacation with me. You're thinking, what? Yes, that's right. You could go on vacation because this coming October, we're doing what's called 
the footsteps of Paul. That's right. We will go to all the churches that Paul established in his missionary journeys. We'll go to places like Philippi and in the city of Corinth. We're going to go to places like Greece, where, of course, he spoke on, you know, Mars Hill to the Epicurean and, and Stoic philosophers. And so you can come with me. We're even going to go to the island of Patmos, where the Apostle Paul wrote the book of Revelation. What will this trip consist of? It'll be half on land. It'll be half cruise. And we'll start every day with a Bible devotion. And then as we go to these different cities, we'll talk about what happened here. What does it mean to us here today? And what's our takeaway? So why don't you plan on going to the footsteps of Paul with me, Pastor Steve in Core Church, Los Angeles. You can check it out more on our website at corechurchla.org. But hurry up and get signed up because we got to get all those signups in for that. October trip of 2021. And after a whole year and a half of COVID, aren't we all ready for a vacation? Absolutely. Well, anyway, moving on here. Yes, it's been a great joy to be part of what God has desired to do here on the west side of Los Angeles. But there's also been a lot of struggle and strain in starting this church. All the way back on our seventh week when I realized that we had started a real church, literally five minutes after I had the joy of thinking to myself, like, oh my goodness, we actually have a church here. Like five minutes later on that Sunday, I was informed by the lady that we were renting the building from that she was going bankrupt and that we would have to get out. I'm thinking, oh no. It took me four months to find this place, and there's nowhere for us to go. So I asked her for the phone number of the person that actually owned the building, and so I had a meeting with them, and he informed me that I could stay for $18,000 a month. I thought about that. Yeah, let me think about that. Uh, no. <laughs> what rhymes with yo? It starts with an N. We can't afford $18,000 a month. But, you know, I said, can I still give you $825 a week for four hours? I still have the key. We'll just let ourselves come in and go out. And, and when you find someone else to rent it, I guess we'll leave then. He said, well, sure, I'll take your 825 bucks for four hours. I mean, who wouldn't at that point? But then after three months... He couldn't find anyone to rent that building. Gee, I wonder how that happened. Maybe God intervened and kept everyone away. So anyway, he invites me to lunch. And at lunch, he was trying to talk me into renting the building again for 18000 a month. That's when I went into my Elvis mode. And you're thinking, are you an Elvis impersonator? Well, I was on this day because what happened was, if you know anything about Elvis Presley, you know that his manager was Colonel Parker. And when Colonel Parker was in Las Vegas, you know, establishing the very first contract for Elvis to play in Las Vegas, he was at one of the big hotels and he was talking with the guy that owned the hotel. And so he worked out the contract for Elvis to do his first show in Las Vegas. It was the first million dollar contract in Las Vegas. Vegas. So he didn't have any paper. So he took out his pen and he wrote it all out on the tablecloth of the restaurant. And they both signed the tablecloth. He got up, picked up the tablecloth and walked out. That was the contract. 
million dollar contract on a tablecloth. So I went into my Elvis mode, or maybe I should say my Colonel Parker mode, and I talked to him. I said, look, I'm not going to give you 18000 a month, but I'll give you 10000 a month. So I turned the Chipotle bag upside down, and I started running on the Chipotle bag. Hey, by the way, this is a true story. So I write out on the Chipotle bag, I'll give you $10,000 a month, and and we'll up it a little bit every six months, you know, and I don't know where we're going to end up, but that's where we'll start. So I signed the Chipotle bag, and he signed the Chipotle bag. Well, we got up and we left, and I had to go to the post office, and as I was driving to the post office, I was thinking to myself, oh my goodness, I'm sweating bullets. What have I done? It's like, oh my, we can't afford $10,000 a month. I mean, at that point, we had about 150 people. I'm thinking, Lord, I have bankrupt Core Church Los Angeles. I got to call him back. I got to say, tear up the Chipotle bag. But I went and got the mail first. So I opened up our PO box and there was only one piece of mail. Again, true story. One piece of mail in the mailbox. I pulled it out, and it was an envelope. And in the envelope, it just said nothing. There was no note. There was no anything. There was just a check for $10,000. That had never happened before. Trust me. You you might get a donation from the radio, 25 bucks. There was never been $10,000 in the post office box. And as I looked at that amount, The very amount that I just signed the Chipotle bag for, God spoke to my heart and he said, you don't pay the rent. I pay the rent. Wow. Can you believe that? I mean, it's just like that is the Lord. And then, you know, after that, we had a dear saint that had come out to our church for the very first Sunday. Her name was Beverly. Uh, And she called me one day and she says, Pastor Steve, I want to give you and your wife, Lori, my house in Century City. I said, well, you know, Beverly, that is really awesome, but don't give it to me and Lori. Give it to Core Church. That way, you can be responsible for helping us uh, and helping Core Church purchase a church building one day. So she said, okay. Well, it wasn't too long after that. She had stage four cancer that she went home to the Lord. And guess what? She did exactly what she said. We were contacted by her lawyer, and they said, hey, Beverly gave her house to Core Church. When by time we sold that house, by time we put it up on the market, and we sold it, and we paid off the house, we paid off the real estate fees, we paid off the lawyer, we paid everything off. Guess how much we ended up with on that house? $607,000. Then guess what happened? We found the building that we're in right now. And I went to the man and I said, you need to sell us your building. I'm telling you, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob wants us to have this building. He says, well, Pastor Steve, the only one problem, you don't have any money. And I said, well, I know, but God's going to give us this building. He said, well, listen, you deal with faith. I deal with money. (laughs) And so there we were. He said, the only way I'll sell you this building, because we had already tried to get a loan with a bank, And a bank will not loan any church money in the first five years. So we were only, you know, three years into this church. And so we couldn't get any kind of loan. He goes, the only way I'll sell you this building is if you'll give me $600,000 down payment, sign a contract that if you don't come up with the rest of the money in four months, 120 days, then I get to keep your $600,000. And on June 13th, 2013... I handed him money, 
to the day, three years to the day that we started, I handed him a check for $600,000 and signed his contract. Wow. It's like, listen, you know, this is just how God works. He works in just crazy, unbelievable ways. I wonder if there's anyone listening on the radio right now, right now, you're listening on the radio, and it's like you're going through struggle, you're going through strain, you're going through hardship, you're going through trials, you're just getting hit from every which way. I wonder if you have really looked up to the Lord. Listen, these are times when we're faced with severe difficulties that we need to pray to the Lord. And I'm not talking about any prayer. I'm talking about a serious prayer. And I wonder if you know that you know that you're in the right place with God right now. Because if you're not, this is a perfect place to get in a right place. Then you can go and pray to your Heavenly Father. And if you want to get in that right place right now, whether you've never come to know Him, or you've walked away from the Lord, or you've allowed sin in your life, You pray this prayer now and allow God to heal your heart. Pray this now. Lord Jesus, forgive me of my sin. I believe you died for me and rose again. Lord, come inside of me. Help me. Meet me right where I'm at. I give you my life. Be my Lord, my God, my Savior, and be my friend. And fill me with your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name. Amen. Listen, if you just prayed that prayer, I'd like to send you a Bible that will help you and encourage you in this walking relationship with Christ. You could email me at Bible at CoreChurchLA.com. May the Lord God bless you. Thanks for joining us for Core Truth Radio. You've been listening to pastor and Bible teacher Steve Wilburn of Core Church Los Angeles. If you'd like to hear more messages by Pastor Steve, download the Core Church Los Angeles free app. Available on iOS and Android. Core Church is sponsored by and a listener-supported outreach of Core Church LA. If you have been blessed by this program, consider supporting our radio ministry by texting Core Church LA to 77977. You can also give via our app or online at corechurchla.org, as well as writing to P.O. Box 34789, Los Angeles, California, 90034. 